How's it going, guys? And welcome to episode four of the Put Me On podcast. We're back to our normal format today. No guests, just current music. A fair amount of projects came out over the last week, so let's just go ahead and get started. Alicia Keys dropped a new album creatively titled Alicia. The project is adult contemporary R&B with some jazz influences, and if that sounds boring to you, you are definitely on the right track, at least for the intro. Like I said first episode, one of my favorite artists is Snow Allegra. I love her work. I love her music. I was really excited for her feature on this album, and it was boring. I I really just don't understand how someone fucks up a Snow feature. You know, you're getting one of the best young R&B artists in the game right now and just squandering it. That's besides the point, though. The album as a whole, okay? It absolutely has its high points. While the lyrics are pretty consistently subpar, tracks like Time Machine have some upbeat production that's infectious. At the very least, you're going to bob your head, and inside you're really going to want to dance. The project is at its best midway through at its lead single, Show Me Love, featuring Miguel. That was the lead single for a reason, and it's because that's the best song on the entire album. The project is at its worst with songs like Underdog and Good Job. Now, you may remember Underdog from, I think it was the Academy Awards that she hosted last, and she performed that song live, and no one really cared because it's not a good song. Well, that and Good Job are the lowlights of this album, and neither of them are subtle at all in their messaging, nor are they actually as inspiring as Alicia wishes that they were, again, because subpar writing. Judging by her lyrics, Alicia's one of those people who thinks that uh, you know, the problems of life can be solved if we just have a conversation with people and smile at each other and realize that we're all human and, you know, sunshine and rainbows. I'm absolutely not one of those people, so the songs don't connect with me at all. All in all, though, uh, the album is worth a quick listen. This isn't a record that you're going to play through multiple times and catch more things. Um, you really just listen once pick your favorite songs, and then you're done. Next up, I'm going to be perfectly honest and vulnerable and have a get-off-my-lawn moment here. There are way too many lulls just running around making music. Wayne's still hanging on. There's Baby, there's Dicky, there's Nas X, there's Skies, there's TJ, there's Yachty, and now apparently there's a Tekka. Two Cs there. Apparently, Lil Tecca dropped Virgo World last week as an album from him as well. It is 19 songs. It's 45 minutes long. Each song is no more than 2 minutes and 30 seconds, really. And somehow, I still couldn't make myself listen to more than half of it. If you're interested in listening to your average run-of-the-mill, uninventive pop rap, then just go ahead and start in the second half and please let me know if it sucks too. Now, as far as singles, Rhapsody led the pack with her Lucy called 12 Problems, and it riffs off of Jay-Z's famous 99 Problems, but 12 for police brutality. The album art also features uh, 12 bullet holes, kind of illustrating the point there. I'm usually not one for social justice rap songs, given the lack of subtlety there, but when one of the best artists and lyricists alive in Rhapsody makes a song, I'm gonna listen. And 
this is a great song to make an exception for. I really love the way that she mimics Hove's inflection on the chorus. I love how dense the lyrics are. I'm kind of upset when I was making the script for this episode, I went to Rap Genius <laughs> to look and, and see a breakdown and there was nothing there yet. And I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that because I'm sure there's so much that I caught, but there's also so much that I missed. Um, and one of the things that I caught was the reference to the five bloods at the very end when she says, we don't die, we multiply. I really love that. And things like that are really what makes Rhapsody who she is. She's one of the most underrated rappers out there. And it's a shame that she hasn't really gotten the recognition that she deserves. Elsewhere for singles, Baby Keem dropped a two-pack. And he went one of two in that two-pack. So let's just focus on the first song, Hooligan. Now this is my first time listening to Baby Keem. And my favorite thing about him is his sense of humor. Lines like, telling a girl to go to her room and just the intentionally stilted way that he delivers his bars it really reminds me of Kendrick and speaking of Kendrick about a month ago if I recall correctly a couple of songs uh, of Kendrick's featuring Baby Keem leaked now Kendrick is expected to drop an album sometime this year and those features will presumably be on that album so we'll get an official release with the two together soon, I hope. Lastly, let's go back to another new album, Armani Caesar's The Liz. This is her debut album as a Griselda artist. She is from Buffalo. She was recently signed to The Click, and she's now the only female member of the group. On this album, she got features from all three of her teammates, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Bane the Butcher, two from Bane the Butcher actually, and she really tried to fit in with what Griselda does on this album. So it means the album has long samples from movies and wrestling. It's got slow lo-fi boom bap production. But the standout tracks on the album actually come when she breaks away from that mold. Andrillarama featuring Bane the Butcher. As the title implies, that's an upbeat drill record. And her and Benny have great chemistry. They kind of go back and forth rapping on both the verses and the chorus. And that works really well. And that upbeat tempo really seems like where she feels at home. My only complaint is that the song is less than three minutes long and that she doesn't replicate that style for other tracks on the album. All in all, The Liz is definitely worth a listen or two or three. It's one of those albums that you can go back and marinate in. And even beyond that, I'm really interested to see where she goes from here. And now for this week's name you need to know. Buffalo rapper and one-fourth of Griselda, Conway the Machine. Benny the Butcher and Conway the Machine are the lyricists of Griselda. They motivate each other and they push each other to be better. And this year it's been Conway leading the charge there. I don't know who pissed him off, but Conway's been going crazy this year. He put out an EP with legendary producer The Alchemist, another one with Big Ghost. He appeared on Freddie Gibbs' Alfredo, and now he has dropped an album called From a King to a God. With this album, Conway successfully makes the transition from a simple rapper to an artist. The variation in flows, the beat selection, the singing. This is a gangster who has a gunshot-inflicted, half-paralyzed face proving that he's a gangster 
and he's singing all over these tracks. I mean, he's doing everything that he can to prove to everyone that he is a well-rounded artist. And not only that, that he's one of the best artists alive. And he did a damn good job of it. Remember what I said earlier about Griselda's usual production habits? Conway picked up the tempo with this album and the urgency really comes across. On Fear of God, the first real track of the album, Conway really came out swinging out of the gate despite a pretty weak feature from Dej Loaf. No, I didn't make that name up, nor am I pronouncing it wrong. The artist is Dej Loaf. But besides that, one of the best ways, in my opinion, to judge the quality of an artist is to look at the features that they secure. And while Dej Loaf's was very much so subpar, the one that he got from Wu-Tang's Method Man on Lemon was absolutely not. And neither was the feature from Armani Caesar on Anza, which came midway through the album. Now, Anza was a trap song, and it had a better verse for Armani Caesar than you'll even hear on her album. Conway really pushed himself with the beat that he chose there, and at one point, it's going so fast, and he's trying a flow so different than what he usually does, he actually has to rap out of pocket with the beat, but it still works. And besides the musical changes that are important for sure, Conway pushing himself with his content is even more so important. On Seeing Everything But Jesus featuring Freddie Gibbs, he raps for the first time that I've heard seriously about all the friends and family that he's had that's either been shot or been lost to gun violence. He raps about his regrets and kind of rekindling relationships that he's lost with people that are in jail and realizing that he was at fault and kind of taking ownership of that and growing as a person. The maturity that he shows isn't really a surprise, but it is a natural evolution of what Conway is as both a person and an artist as he puts out his greatest work. The only knock on the album is that it has Spurs 3, which is the weakest Benny Conway and West Side Gun collab that I've heard. What Griselda does on all of their projects is they'll have at least one song where all three are present. And on this one, it didn't really do it for me. Still, if we're applying a numerical rating to the album, what we're talking about here is taking it from a 9.5 down to just a 9. Again, this is so far the rap album of the year. And there's only a few people alive that can even think about dethroning it. One of them is named Kendrick Lamar, who is dropping this year. And the other is Benny the Butcher, who is also dropping this year. Benny said before that when Conway goes off, it really makes him want to get in the booth and rap. And I can't wait to see what this does to him. Whatever Benny puts out this year, it's going to have to match what Conway has done. And it's really going to force Benny to reinvent himself as an artist, just as Conway did here. Because of Conway's talent as a lyricist, because of the gains that he's made as an artist, and because he's one of the few that really does live what he raps, Conway the Machine is this week's name you need to know. That's all I've got for y'all today. Thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, Jalen Harrington. As always, please stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you.
Thank you.